Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my home school, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So welcome back. Today's episode is something I talked about many years ago, but as we're approaching the holiday season, you know, for the next several weeks, many of us will be opening up our doors uh, for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and just all those little in-between get-togethers. I want to talk to you today about keeping your perspective. Many of us can go crazy over the decor and over the recipes and all of that stuff. And while it can be fun, we don't want it to take away from our true purpose in opening up our doors, which is hospitality. There's a huge difference between hospitality and entertaining. So I'd love for you to listen today to discover that difference and see how you can really practice biblical hospitality this Christmas season. So before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. We have used their curriculum since we began homeschooling. We're on 16 years now, and in some way, shape, or form, Apologia has always influenced our homeschool, whether we were using their amazing science curriculum in the elementary years, middle school years, high school years, uh, or language arts. They now have math. They have online curriculum. They have digital. They have uh, uh, self-paced online. They have it all. Or you can just find traditional textbooks and their student notebooks, which we've always loved and enjoyed doing. So you can also go over to Apologia.com and find a whole bunch of free resources and homeschooling helps for you and for your children. Whether you're just thinking about homeschooling or whether you are in the middle of homeschooling, there's going to be something over there for you. So go over to Apologia.com and check it out. So today, like I said, I wanted to talk about the differences between hospitality and entertaining. Um, And let's see, where do we even begin with this? Because this is a huge topic, I think. And, you know, there's something that happened during the pandemic for many people, I think, that really helped shift perspective on what truly matters most. You know, as many of you know, if you just listened to the podcast or you follow me on social media, I'm actually just recovered from COVID. And, you know, it has changed my perspective, you know, greatly on so many things. Um, And I honestly will tell you now, this is nothing against Christmas decorations or having fun decorating any of that stuff. I'm just telling you my story, my feelings, because I know people are like, but that's not me. But that doesn't have to be you. I'm just telling you my what happened to me this year. So I've always been a simple girl at heart. You all know that. That's why you listen to Simply Living for Him, right? I always try to keep it simple, focus on what matters most. I don't want to be distracted by all the worldly things. But it's weird because having just come out of a crazy tumultuous time in our lives, I would say the last nine months have been crazy. I really, I don't even like, I don't want to sound like a Grinch. I don't even 
like care about decorating right now for Christmas. I don't even really want to spend a dime on stuff that I know is going to, you know, junk up my house and I'm going to put it away till next year. And so, and again, I know, I know, I know that there are people out there that love it, that love decor, that love it. And I'm just sharing my feelings. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just sharing my experience, how I've been feeling right now. And like I said, I think, you know, just coming out of COVID and just feeling like, wow, I really don't want to get caught up in all that stuff because my perspective changed a lot while I had COVID. Um, It really helped me to uh, really, really focus on the things that matter most. So I've always been simple. You know, I've always wanted to not have a ton of clutter, but I will say when I first got married, I've been married 21 years. When I first got married, I was very into entertaining. So the difference between hospitality and entertaining, let's just go over that real quickly. Hospital, well, let's say, Entertaining says, look what I can do. I can make the most elaborate dishes. I can set the most beautiful tablescape. I can decorate my house so beautifully. Everything is in its place. Look what I can do. I can make the fanciest desserts. I can make the greatest meal. I can do it all. Look what I can do. And hospitality says, what can I do for you? Hospitality opens up your door to invite others in, not so they can see what you can do with a cake recipe or with a tablescape. Hospitality says, what can I do for you to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel welcome, to make you feel love, and most of all, to make you see Jesus in my home? So entertaining is when it's all about us, but hospitality is when it's all about them and your guest. And how, does, how do they feel when they're in your home? So early on, I was into entertaining. So we got married kind of young, like, you know, <clears throat> compared to standards nowadays, uh, you know, right out of college and also got pregnant right you know, a few months into our our marriage, but that's what we wanted. You know, I wanted to be a homemaker. I wanted to have children. I I just loved, you know, that whole aspect of, you know, having a home and children and and being a homemaker. And so um, there's a difference though between even with that, being a homemaker and entertaining, right? Like getting caught up in, I'm a good homemaker because I have the best tablecloths and dishes and decor and recipes or I make my family feel loved regardless of if we use paper plates and have no decor. And so, you know, with entertaining, again, it's a little bit of pride and with hospitality, it's done in humility because you are truly caring about the other person first. I've always said over the years, I've changed from, you know, look what I can do to what can I do for you. And I've, I've changed from, I don't want people to come to my house and say, wow, Karen, you know, sets a great table and Karen makes a great uh, dish. But I want them to come to my house and not even remember what the decor looked like and really not even remember what they ate. But they're going to walk out that door and be like, wow, I saw Jesus in that house. Wow. 
I felt love in that house. It was warm and cozy and inviting. And I felt cared for. I would rather people leave my house seeing Jesus than seeing me. And so that has changed. I remember our very first married Thanksgiving. I was so excited to host my first big family gathering. And it was all about finding the best recipes. I remember the tablescape. Like, I remember, I mean, we didn't even have any money back then, honestly. Um, and I remember going to store, to store, to store, because, you know, we're, we're talking pre-Amazon and online ordering. I remember going, starting like in August for Thanksgiving to go, you know, to look at stores to get the perfect napkin rings and the perfect napkins and how did I want the table to look and all these little extra decorations. And, um, you know, I wanted to have all these great recipes and, you know, I wanted that house to be just so. And again, we didn't have any money. So I had to try to do it on a budget, but I was very focused on, look what I can do right? I was very focused on having my uh, home look a certain way and, you know, all of that. And uh, again, I'm not saying, because there are some people out there who just thrive on that, right? On decor and making your home, you know, a beautiful haven. But what I'm saying is for me, for me, I don't know about for you, but for me, I got much more focused on how things looked and on, you know, kind of showing off. Look what I can do. If I want to be honest here, it's really showing off. Uh, Rather than on the people themselves and how they felt in my home. You know, sometimes I look back and I think it's, it's actually like such a terrible thing. But I look back and I think like, you know, when we when we show, kind of show off, like, you know, look at all my beautiful stuff that I probably couldn't even afford, but I had to have, so it looked beautiful. Um, it's almost like, do we want people to, like, do we want to cause them to sin? Do we want them to covet? Like, do, like, do we want deep down people to be like, ooh, wow, I wish I had that? I kind of think that's what I did, to be honest with you. You know, I'm always going to be honest with you and talk about the hard stuff, but I think I kind of wanted that. And that's disgusting to me now. I don't want people to come over and covet. I don't want to cause people to sin, right? And so I just remember being so focused in the early years. And as the years went on, and as we grew in our faith, and as we grew spiritually, and as we grew as a family and closer to the Lord, you know, I really saw, and I've, I've always been on the simple side, though. Let's just say that. Like, even back then when I talk about that, I still, I wouldn't say was like over the top, but there was definitely a... um uh, um, what's the word? Like a focus on, you know, me, 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 me. Um, so over the years though, I really started to change that and really started to be like, why do I, why do I start in August thinking about what my table is going to look like in November? Why do I care so much that people come over and they're like, wow, this is so beautiful. Like who, who am I trying to impress? Right. And so over the years, I really did change my whole perspective on having company and opening up my doors. I remember in the early years, too, that, you know, 
the house had to be perfect when people came over. It had to be, you know, spotless. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, we're neat and clean, but I am not a type A neat freak. Like we live in our house. But when people came over, everything had to be just so, again, so it had the illusion that everybody thought I was, you know, a good homemaker and that everybody thought I had it all together. Meanwhile, open up a closet and see where I shoved everything. <laughs> but I wanted that illusion that like I have it all together. Again, entertaining focuses on you and what you can do. I want people to think I have it all together. I want people to think I have nice things. I want people to, you know, be impressed by my decor. Over the years, I have changed so much. I could care. Wait, I know I was going to say that wrong. I couldn't care less what people think about my decor anymore because... I want them to come over and I want them to not even notice. Like, okay, perfect example. Right now, our couch, we have these leather couches that are several years old. And I guess you're supposed to maybe condition them and take care of them better. And they're so worn and so, you know, because they've been sat on by many people because we have, you know, big family and we love to have friends over and family and all that. So they've been sat on many times over the years. And what started out as this little crack turned into this little hole, which now has turned into a great big tear right in the center of the couch cushion. And I will be perfectly honest with you, Steve uh, and the boys, they had ordered some kit from Amazon to try to repair it. It worked and then it didn't. It came apart again. I have a clear piece of tape over it right now. And that's the way it's going to be for Thanksgiving. Old Karen back in the day would have been like, Steve, we need new couches. We could not allow someone to see this. Now, I look at it now and I'm like, who cares? People love me, not my couches, right? <laughs> This this hole in this couch is just going to have to be held together with a piece of clear, it's like mailing tape, <laughs> like the heavy duty tape. It's going to have to be held together with a piece of tape right now because I cannot afford to get a new couch right now. Um, and honestly, like what is the big deal that there's a little hole in the couch? Like people are coming over to celebrate our thankfulness, to celebrate you know, family and celebrate God and his provision. And I'm going to stress about a hole in my couch, please. So I've changed so much over the years. I remember though, early on when I first started having kids and I got very wrapped up in how their bedrooms even looked like the decor and everything had to be a certain way. And I crack up now because who really goes in kids' bedrooms except the kids? And the kids are the last ones to care about the decor in their bedrooms, especially when they're toddlers and babies, right? Yet we have so much focus on how it looks, how it looks, how it looks, and it has to be just perfect. And all the stress, all the time, and all the money that we put into these things and it's such a prideful thing, you know, um, it puffs us up, I guess. We think like, oh, look what I can do. I make it beautiful. Now, I'll, again, I'm not saying we can't have a beautiful home. I'm not saying everybody should have holes in their couches. Believe me, I don't want to have a hole in my couch. I'm just trying to explain that we can focus on it like it's the end of the world if the house isn't just so, or we can, you know, focus on the greater things that we're supposed to be focused on, and that's people and not stuff. And so over the years, I totally started to change with my um, with my perspective on uh, hospitality and opening up my door. You know, there was a time where I wouldn't want somebody to stop by unexpectedly. 
Because what if my house was not clean? What if everything wasn't just so? Because, you know, I was the one that was cleaning up for company, but was having it a mess for my family. And I don't want to make it sound like we're pigs because we don't have it a mess, <laughs> but, you know, lived in. And so that is wrong as well, because what does that tell my kids? We clean up for company. We want everything to be just so for company. But when it's just us, who cares, right? And so, you know, you want to you wanna be able to open your door if needed because somebody needs you and not worry about, oh, they might see the dust on the table or, you know, that we actually live here and there's, you know, cups out on the table or whatever it is. And so, you know, again, it goes back to that whole mindset of people over stuff. And so as I prepare now for Thanksgiving, especially just getting over COVID, like there's no way I'm focusing on a fancy table and decor. Uh, you know, I of course I want to serve good food. Who doesn't love good food? And one of my love languages is to feed my people. I always say that, like, I got to feed my people and I got to make them, you know, happy with all their favorite dishes. And, you know, the kids love mashed potatoes. So I, I can't wait to, you know, make their favorite dishes. But I'm not over here trying to impress anybody with Pinterest perfect anything, especially coming off of COVID this year. It's like, number one, I didn't have energy for the past several weeks. Um, And number two, I am just so happy to be with my people this year because I have, you know, two kids that are not home anymore. Well, one is really not home anymore because she's married. And another one who is at home this year because he's away at his gap year program, but he will be home for Thanksgiving. So, I mean, quite frankly, I just want to spend the time with them and not be stressed out and worrying about, you know, the decor and the tablescape and the food and all of that. I want to enjoy being with them. Yet part of that is for me, I do enjoy cooking. Like I do enjoy feeding them. And so that to me isn't um, work or I'm trying to impress them. I'm just loving on them because that's one of my love languages to feed people. So, you know, we have to really evaluate our lives. Like at the end of our life, we do not want to look back and say, wow, I had some really good holidays with my family because I had the perfect white lights outside and I had the perfect decor inside and I had spent all that money and time shopping for you know the magazine looking stuff or I want to look back and say wow I spent time with my people and most of all what I want to look back and say is I showed my people Jesus, whether it's my family or a stranger or an acquaintance or a friend that is coming into my home, the most important thing that I want them to see is him. I don't want them to even remember the amazing uh, cake I served or the beautiful decor. I want them to be like, wow, that house was comfortable and relaxing and most of all, It was different because it had a a radiating light of Christ in it, right? We can use all the decor at Christmas time to decorate and all the fancy white lights and all the fancy decorations. But if we don't have the light of Christ in our home, people are just going to see material temporal things. People will appreciate when they come to your home and it's not perfect. 
To be quite honest, back when I first got married, I didn't enjoy going to people's houses that were perfect. I always came home feeling worse about myself because I would come home and be like, wow, I can't keep my house like that. Wow, they have such a big house. Oh, if only I had that amount of space. If only I had that kitchen. If only I had that property. If only, if only, if only. And you know what? I was focusing on the wrong things. I was sinning because I was coveting and comparing. And again, I don't want people to come to my house and feel that way. I want them to come to my house and be like, phew, they have dust too. Phew, sometimes they burn the casserole. Phew, you know, like their decor has mismatched plates. So be it. You know, I always tell this story and this kind of applies here um, about when we first moved into our, our little hobby farm here. Uh, we're coming up on seven years, actually, tomorrow uh, that we've been in this home. And when we first moved in, I mean, I couldn't have thought this house was better. I just, I was in love with this house. And it wasn't because it was fancy. It wasn't because it, you know, had like all these bells and whistles or anything. I just felt like this is where we belong. I loved the property. I loved the nature surrounding it. Um, and it just, it was home. And I loved it so much. I didn't care about, you know, decor. I just, I I wanted to keep it simple. I didn't want to have clutter. I didn't want to, you know, junk it up with just stuff that I'm going to have to dust. And about a year in, I would say, we were watching HGTV shows in the evening, like on Hulu or wherever we watch it. And we started watching um, uh, Fixer Upper. Is that what it's called? I don't even remember anymore because I don't watch it anymore. I remember... This one particular evening, turning off the TV, and, lo- and never mind you, I love my house. So I'm looking around my house, and I'm like, you know what? Our house stinks. We don't have any of that, like, beautiful decor. We don't have any of that, like, you know, just high-end whatever stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Our house really stinks. And it was so crazy how much that influenced me, because if I had never watched that show, I would still be loving my house. But all of a sudden, I was like, well, our house stinks. It doesn't look like that. So I said to Steve, you know, we need one of those, like, farmhouse sinks, because that seems to be what they put in every, you know, beautiful farmhouse kitchen or these beautiful farmhouse sinks. And he's like, You realize our house is brand new. Because when we got our house, it was brand new. It had been built and no one had ever lived in it. He's like, you realize our house is brand new. And our sink works perfectly fine. And you want to spend $1,000 because it looks good. He's like, you're going to wash the dishes in it. You're going to use it to literally wash dishes. But it will look pretty. And, you know, that snapped me out of it. And I was like, yeah. And again, if you have a farmhouse sink out there, again, this is my experience. I am not (laughs) saying that, you know, besides the fact I think they're beautiful. Um, But, you know, for us, it was like priorities, right? This is not important enough to spend that much money on. We don't need a sink. Our sink is functioning. Yes, it's just that plain old stainless steel sink that like everybody has. It's not a beautiful farmhouse sink, but it does its job. It washes the dishes. And so this is that mindset, though, in our society, we are so focused on the DIY and the renovating and the beautiful this and the beautiful that. But why? So at the end of our life, we can look back and say, wow, we can renovate a house or we renovated souls. Right. We were able to transform people or we were able to transform a kitchen. 
we were able to introduce people to the light of Christ or we had a beautiful, you know, hanging light over our island. And again, you can have both. I'm not saying if you focus on decor and renovation, you can't, you know, point people to Jesus. For me, I don't think my focus when I have it on stuff stays as strong on Jesus for me because I get very, you know, your mood is altered if your house isn't, you know, if you go to somebody's house and you're like, wow, that's so beautiful. And then you come home and you're like, my house stinks. Like that to me is not a godly, God honoring behavior for me. So again, I'm not saying out there if you have beautiful stuff that you can't obviously be walking with the Lord. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying we just have to watch where our focus is and how much time, attention, and uh, money and investment we put in things that we could be focusing on other things. So when it comes to the hospitality aspect of this holiday season, I want to encourage you, don't get so wrapped up. In all the materialism and all the consumerism and all the fancy, shiny stuff. You know, another story. Years ago, I remember we were shopping in like Home Goods or something right before Christmas. And it was like, you know, at the end when you need Christmas gifts, you'll just like spend more than you wanted to. You'll buy anything at that point because you just need something. You don't have something for that person on your list. And you're, you're all of a sudden you're like, I'll just buy this, even though it's more expensive. And everything at that time, too, I remember being like, everything just looks so shiny and alluring and fancy and you want it, want it, want it. Like, you know, all the beautiful Christmas decor, you know, and it's all so beautiful. I just wanted it all. And, and you, you see people in a frenzy in the store, like they have to have it and their carts are full of stuff and beautiful decor. <clears throat> and I remember literally going to the very same store right after Christmas, maybe a couple of days after Christmas. So there's only been a week time span in between. And that very same stuff that looked so beautiful and necessary and alluring a week before, there was now empty shelves and what was left was broken in pieces and was 90% off. The very same stuff that was so, uh, you know, calling to us a week before, we have to have it all. A week later, nobody wanted it. Christmas was over. We moved on to the next thing. 90% off, and a lot of it was tattered and torn at that point. Perspective. Perspective. You know, I can think pre-COVID, not me having COVID, but pre-pandemic, everything seemed so shiny and alluring and DIY, and we wanted this and we wanted that. Now, it's like that week after Christmas. We see that stuff is just stuff. Tattered, torn, 90% off because no one wants it. Right? We see... When we go through something like we've gone through with this pandemic, it kind of like, you know, just makes you kind of face to face with uh, your life and perspective, you know, that we could lose things, whether it's a life or finances or jobs or whatever it is, right? Lifestyle, just things like all of it is temporal, all of it is temporary. And we realize what truly matters most. And quite frankly, I don't want to junk up my 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 house and my home with stuff. And I don't want to junk up my soul. I don't want anything taking place in my soul of Jesus. And so this holiday season, as you open up your home, focus on the people. Focus on showing them the light of Christ. Remember humility. 
is part of hospitality. It's not about what you can do. It's about what can I do for you. It's about listening to people. When you have them in your home, listen. You don't have to tell them your whole life. Just let them let them come and find a safe haven in your home where you just listen. This is something that I've been focusing on a lot more lately is like, I talk a lot, right? I have a podcast. <laughs> I do videos. When I'm with people, I want to hear their story. I want to listen. I want them to be heard. I don't need to tell everybody everything. Sometimes it's okay to get together with people and just listen. Especially nowadays, so many people are hurting, so many people are struggling, so many people are searching. It's a great opportunity at this time of year to invite over neighbors, to invite over people in your community, to invite over people from your workplace. Because, you know, this is the time of year when a lot of people are doing that. So it's not weird to be like, hey, you want to come over for coffee? Because you can just kind of call it a little holiday gathering. But you can have someone over. And the very first thing that you can do for evangelism is to build a relationship with somebody. And you know what? A relationship isn't built on, look at all my fancy decor and I can serve you the best cookies. A relationship is built on somebody who feels that they can talk to you because you're trustworthy, you're kind, you're caring, you're compassionate, you're understanding. Again, things that show them Jesus, right? And the first step to helping someone see Jesus is to build that relationship with them. And that's not going to be done over, you know, the fancy uh, decor. That's going to be done no matter what you serve them, whether it's, you know, store-bought cookies or a homemade recipe. That doesn't matter. They're going to see Jesus in you. And so we focus on how we make people feel in our homes. And I don't want people to come into my home and feel covetous. I don't, is that a word? Covetous? Coveting. I don't want them to feel like they have, you know, that they're coveting. I don't want to make people feel bad. Like, oh, look at my house. Look at me. Ugh. I don't want to make people feel that way. I want them to come to my house and be like, this is a real person that I can hang out with. And wow, they're like this because they've been transformed by who? Jesus. You want to know about him? Let me tell you about him. And so... I wanted to encourage you today, as we start to gather for the holiday season, focus on hospitality, not entertaining. Focus on what you can do for your guests in your home. Not look at me. Look what I can do. Focus on them. What can you do for them? It's a very countercultural way right? Especially nowadays, we have the HGTV world and we have Instagram ideal and Pinterest perfect. And all of those things are telling us to entertain, entertain, entertain. But what a gift you give somebody when you practice the art of hospitality in humility, invite them to your home and show them the love of Christ. You're going to give them something far greater than anything you could give them by entertaining. So there's a big difference between hospitality and entertaining. As you gather around your Thanksgiving table this year, don't worry about what it looks like. 
Worry about how the people around your table feel in your home. They feel loved. They feel welcome. And most of all, let them see Jesus. So I hope this encouraged you today. If it did, let me know what you think. Share this with a friend. Um, and make sure that you rate and review the podcast. That just helps me get the message to more people out there. I have lots of announcements going on right now. We have our Simply Living for Him retreat registration opening up. We are going to have a one-day only Black Friday uh, super low registration ticket before the early bird opens up on Saturday. So one day only, Black Friday, we will have a special low ticket and then Saturday we will open up registration. If you want more information, go to simplylivingforhim.com. Um, I will be posting all the information on there shortly about the retreat. You can follow me on all my social media because I'll be posting all about it. I'm looking to do some live videos this week to kind of explain what the retreat is and all of the details. But if you're listening to this before Thanksgiving, just remember that the one day only sale will be on Black Friday. And I mean, this talk about giving like a gift. If you want to give a gift to yourself or your girlfriends or your mother or your sister, this is a gift, right? Give the gift of spending time with other ladies that are seeking Jesus, something that can be really meaningful. It doesn't clutter up your shelf. This is a gift that is certainly purposeful and meaningful and special. So I will be having uh, lots more information coming out on my social media. So go over and check that out. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.